Welcome to the Fantasy Football Hangover Episode 7. In today's two-man show, we suck some Dutch beer, talk about the best and worst goal celebrations, and play our brand new game, Gross or Lure. Guitar! Yes, indeed. Welcome to the Fantasy Football Hangover. Hello, Rich. Hi, Will. How are you doing? I'm all right, thanks. So we are down a man today. Yeah. Uh, we're normally joined by Rob, who is unfortunately not with us today, but he'll. Uh, I thought that maybe he's missing it because he didn't want to get the beers in. <laughs> he's just dodging. Yeah. yeah, maybe he's dodging. So, yeah, so our format is the three of us, uh, whoever scores the least points uh, in the game week buys the beers, and that was Rob this week. Yeah. So he's failed on that, and that's why he's not here. That's our excuse. Anyway. Yeah, but luckily we had a contingency plan. Well, yes. a, a sort of unnecessary contingency plan. I just got back from a weekend in Amsterdam, and I found a very nice craft bottle shop there. So I did bring some Dutch beers back. Excellent. Well, let's get on to that in a minute. So, yes, this is the Fantasy Football Hangover. For new listeners, uh, we are regularly three guys who uh, like playing a lot of fantasy football and like drinking beer. We tend to meet up in the pub and talk about those two things. And so we thought we'd start recording it as a podcast. Yeah. We are definitely not, disclaimer alerts, <laughs> fantasy football experts. Yeah, it's, it's the natural evolution of pub chat. Yeah, it's just something we like talking about and we have a lot of laughs with it. So yeah. hopefully that will translate yeah, into hopefully the podcast. There's a, a modicum of expertise and a little bit of mirth. Yes, indeed. Indeed. I actually know someone I've just seen who is in one of my mini leagues who is 8,000th in the world. So he should probably be here yeah. rather than us. Maybe, he's, maybe we should get him as a guest. <laughs> Yes, indeed. <laughs> indeed. So uh, let's talk about these beers then, because I'm right. thirsty. Right, okay. So they were from a shop called Beer Konig in Amsterdam. Okay. Uh, the first one we've got here is by the Bruchel... This is going to probably be a repeating <laughs> <laughs> repeating pattern. Uh, the Bruchel uh, Ongefilter India Pale Ale. Uh, it's got it's a picture of a say. semi-naked lady on it, covered okay. in tattoos. Um, it weighs in at... Hang on a minute, this happens every yeah, week. Every we search week for the percentage. percentage. We'll come back to that. Yeah. Uh, okay. So she's, she's one. one. I thought you'd like this one, Will, as oh, well. It's 7% that one. Oof. This is Panty. Panty, okay. Which has got a little picture of a man in what looks like a, a small man in a giant pair of tights. Yeah. Uh, it's uh, 6% and that's a stout. Okay. So something a little darker yeah. for you. An Oedipus brewery there. Uh, and the third one is uh, Fit and Fab. Okay. Uh, which is uh, Fit and Fab's a brewery. It's a light beer and it's a freaky Berliner Weiss ish. Okay, what's the percentage? Because uh, oh, that looks like 11.7% 11. to me. No, which... only 3.6. Okay, fine. 3.6. But well, best, I think it's best served at 11.7 degrees uh, centigrade. That's the temperature. Well, let's start on that, the Fit and Fab, yeah. I think, because uh, I'm not sure I'm ready for a 7% as the first drink. Here's but... your freaky Berliner. Okay. Oh, that's a lovely frothy ale. A fit and fab. So this is, is it, is it, oh, it is Dutch. It's Dutch, yeah, they're all Dutch. Excellent, I like it. it. They had a nice local, um, local ale section, so I picked them all from there. I just said I like it, which we (laughs) did agree that we weren't going to say, but I didn't actually say it in relation to the taste. This has turmeric in it. 
Oh, there you go. Interesting. Well, turmeric's a like a thing of the zeitgeist, isn't it's it? It's very good for you, turmeric. So yeah. let's get these down us. Right, you go first, Will, because we always do that overlapping drinking. Oh man, it's raspberries. Yeah, quite fruity. <laughs> is it? Is it freaky? It contains as lactic acid, which feels like it's going to repeat on us. <laughs> um, but yeah, top fermenting Ooh. yeast. I, I mean, that's fruity as heck on us. Yeah, but not your traditional kind of tropical citrusy. Yeah, it's very I don't see the colour of it. It sort of looks like it's a bit red inside, but yeah, it's very nice. I would give it a green arrow rather than a red arrow if we're going yeah, with a fancy I, football look. I think look. so. Um, I'm trying to think what you might have with it to eat because it's slightly sweet at the start, isn't it? And then yeah. it kind of evens out a bit. Cheese, probably. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it'll yeah, cut right nice. through a nice bit of cheddar. Wouldn't, yeah. Or um, cheese and crackers. Or, yes. or a nice Edam. Yes, indeed. So there you go, fit and fab by a freaky Berliner Weiss. Yeah. Um, if you want to know more about Fit and Fab or any of the beers we've been drinking on the podcast over the last few weeks, then check out our socials. We try and post them up there. Uh, so on Twitter, that is at FF Hangover and Instagram is Fantasy Football Hangover. We are also on Facebook yeah. as Fantasy Football Hangover. We've been on there for a, wh- a while, but we've just not pushed it. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's so, been a dead page, you know, if, uh, if, Unlike me, you use Facebook, then get on there and like it and whatever you do, poke us. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> do you remember that? The early days of Facebook, you just spend your whole time poking yeah, people. Yeah, I mean, I still go around poking do, people. Do regularly. they still have the poke function? I reckon they do. I mean, you'd surely it'd be quite sad to lose the poke. It would, wouldn't, wouldn't it? it? Oh, well, there you go. Poke us. poke us, please. We'd love a poke. So, yeah, at FF Hangover on Twitter, Fantasy Football Hangover on Instagram, and Fantasy Football Hangover on Facebook. And we are fairly active on all of those. So, yeah. it'd be great to hear from you on various topics. Uh, I'm just flicking around on my computer, so there might be a bit of noise there going on <laughs> on the keyboards, I've just realised. But uh, we should then talk about our scores this week. How did you do, Richard? I did pretty well. Not quite as well as you mm. will. Um, it's a rare occasion for me to win a game week out of us three. I'm, I'm not always the most consistent scorer, but I got 68 points this 68, week. I was fairly great. happy with. I so, got... yeah, Salah finally came good, got a goal. I got goals. Yeah, because you've been debating whether to stick with him for yeah, a while, haven't you? and I am going to stick with him. Well, yeah. we'll get on to that later in the show, but um, I am going to stick with him. Who asked it well for you? You had Fabianski in goal as well, didn't yes, you? Yes, 11-point Fabianski in goal. I got two... I got good scores from Wamba Saka. Yeah, he's um, been a revelation. Yeah, I got... Yeah, I mean, I sort of was consistent across the park, really, but it was... I needed that, so I'm, I mean, yeah, we very should happy. we should mention our tips did well, didn't they? Yes, um, yes. Not that many of us followed our own tips, but uh, Jamie Vardy came good with an assist and a goal, didn't yeah. he? Yeah, Jamie Vardy got eleven points. Did uh, Rock pick James Madison because he scored yeah, again? Yeah. Um, Mitrovic, of course. Yeah, and, and of course, um, we should mention Arthur, who was our t- toddler captain tip last week, had a wonderful chant about uh, Mitrovic. Yes. Which, um, Listen to last week's podcast. It's, yeah. it's, and it's across our socials. Yeah. Really good. Very good. So thank you, Arthur. We'll be doing a toddler captain tip a bit later in the show. But we should definitely get on to six and sixty, yeah. as we've just mentioned it. So this is our uh one of our little games that we like to play where we each give two tips for the following week. As there are only two of us today, we have to give three tips, which we've not done since one of the earlier weeks. So it was a bit yeah. more a bit more brain power required for I this know. one, wasn't there? Yeah. So uh, let's play the funky jingle and then do our tips. Go.
first up, I've got Richarlison, who made his comeback from suspension against Arsenal. We looked pretty lively going forward. Their main goal threat, and they're at home to Fulham, who've been leaky, and then they travel away to Leicester. So I think he's a good one, and his values dropped to 6.6. Then the second one's Aaron Ramsey, who got two assists again uh, the weekends. Arsenal got Watford at home, Fulham away. And the last one is Trent Alexander Arnold, Trent Alexander Arnold, who I was just surprised by how cheap he was. Five point one attacking returns, three clean sheets. So get him in your. Yep, for me, so Willy Bolly at first, four point five million, good cheaper attacking option to replace Mendy and free up that two million pounds. Joe Hart at four point five million. Never thought I'd tip him for anything. But uh, saves galore, clean sheet in last week. Burnley looked good, and he's got a 10, a 3, and a 9 in the last three weeks. Wow. And then finally, Will Hughes, 5 million. He got a goal and assist so far in the uh, previous six game weeks. They've got Arsenal next, but then after that, Bournemouth and Wolves, and that is time. Great. I was nodding all the way through yours, Rich. I uh, I have to say I agreed on all of them. Oh, excellent. Yeah. I, I wasn't sure about Willie Bolly. I haven't really. Is he Wolves? Yeah. Well, he yeah. scored. A few against United, didn't he? Oh, did think, he? Or somewhat, I can't remember. Or, or, no, it's City, City against oh, he's City. he's the other fullback, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and he's, he's cheap. So, I mean, who knows? It's difficult. And that, that is a bit of a conundrum, the Mendy question, isn't it? Whether he's out, whether he's back next game or if he's fallen foul of Pep or yeah. what's going on. So, there's lots of decent options, I think, to replace the stick or twist. Yeah, absolutely. I'm sort of, uh, I'm torn on... on Mendy at the moment he's Same. just on my bench just going to sit there until I know the full extent of his injury which I don't yeah. think anyone seems to know so no, which is the kind of he's not going to go down in value anymore so I just feel like I'm going to stick with him for the time being um, how how's that beer going down I'm, I'm enjoying it again it's one of those where I think it's a one one drink it's quite yeah. nice it's like um Slightly more. Oh, what's the the fruity? You know that fruity. Mm. It's like a more adult version of fruity. Yeah, it is, isn't it? Fruity. Fruity. I used to. I used to drink quite a lot. And, uh, <laughs> if you have sort of more than two, it starts really getting. It's just so sweet, isn't it? It's kind of... Worry what it's going to do to your body. Yeah, no, as this well. is this is good. Yeah. I'm enjoying it. Yeah, I like it. Fit and I like fab. it. I like it. <laughs> oh. We should do punishments anytime anyone says that. <laughs> So I want to introduce to you a new fun game I'm that I have invented. To this. You had Trail that you've got a new yeah. game without disclosing any details. Yeah. So I'm kind of excited. So look, I've been trying to introduce a, a fun game for a while, but this one that I think is really good. So you, we know all about Gross, don't mm-hmm. we? Well, he's in fancy football. Isn't yeah, he? he's in fancy football. We also know about Chris Lowe. No, I'm not talking about Chris Lowe from the Pet Shop Boys. Oh, I'm talking about schooner. Chris Lowe, the Huddersfield player. It might be pronounced Lure. I Because it's got some kind of him. umlaut on it. He plays in defence. I thought of a game called Gross or Low. So <laughs> okay. we're talking big or small, basically. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So over is the weeks... Is this height or...? No, this is... Let me explain. Okay. Over the last few weeks, it's quite convoluted. We'll, we'll get that. <laughs> over the last few weeks, I've obviously mentioned various f- famous fantasy football teams. So Neil Etheridge, of course, who... Didn't he left himself off? The, yeah, he put himself on the bench for the week. He got eleven points or something like that. Yeah, he saved penalty as uh, well. We've talked about Chris Smalling and his league, which has Phil Jones and Luke Shaw in it. Yeah. So I've picked seven famous teams managed by uh, footballers. Okay. And I want you to tell me if the if they scored higher or lower than the last oh, one. So is it good. gross or is it low? So, I will start with Neil Etheridge. So, Neil Etheridge this week got 56 points. 
Okay. And I'll put, to put that into perspective. It's very solid. He has now scored 315 over the season. And he is 1,733rd in the world. So, question. Did John O'Shea, whose Ooh. team is called Yeah, But Will It Win? John did John O'Shea... Still play? Is he still, he's at Sunderland, wasn't he? Yeah, maybe. Okay. I don't know. Maybe. Does he... Did he score gross or low <laughs> than Neil Etheridge? <laughs> I think he scored gross of Neil Etheridge. Oh, bad start. Oh, he scored low. Is that it? Oh, he scored, no, no, we'll keep playing. We'll <laughs> he was score low. you out. Yeah, so he scored 53. Right. So he is on, but he is doing grosser than Neil <laughs> Etheridge overall. So he's scored 392 points in total. And he is 104,000th in the world. Do you want to show hats off? Next up is Darren Fletcher, whose team Ooh. is called Bravehearts11. Did they score grosser or lower <laughs> than John O'Shea at 53? I wonder, would the Bravehearts11 be largely Scottish? Uh, but he seems like the kind of guy who would really be meticulous about his fantasy team. So I'm going to go gross. <laughs> That's correct. Ding, yes. Ding, ding. <laughs> yes. Yes. Darren Fletcher scored 68 points to take his tally to 362 Wasn't points. Wasn't that exactly the same score you got, Will? It was. Me and Darren Fletcher yeah, well, share in that. And he is 300, 394,000th <laughs> in the world. That's easy for you to say. Next up is Will Grigg. Will Griggs on, on fire. fire. Yes. Yeah. He has a team that we've actually talked about this team name in the past. His team is called Me, My Delph and I. Oh, which has I he? gave best of ah, to no. team name in the in week one. So Will Grigg, has he scored gross or lure than Darren Fletcher's sixty eight? Uh, I think lure. That is correct. Yes. Well done. Too That's too playing. too right now. So Will Grigg is one million six hundred twenty fifth in the world. Ooh, not low. quite as low as uh, not quite as low as yeah. Neil Etheridge. He scored forty three points this oh, week to take week. his tally to three hundred seventeen. Stop concentrating on those goals. We've got three more, and Ooh. these are our three from the Chris Smalling League. So ah, we've got Luke Phil Shaw, Jones, Jones, Chris Smalling, and Luke Shaw. Let's start with Phil Jones. So <laughs> Phil Jones. Did he score gross or low than Will Gregg at 43? He strikes me as a man with absolutely no cognitive process whatsoever. So, But that's quite a low allure, total mm. allure base we're starting with. Uh, gross. You're correct. Yes. It is gross. He's actually doing very well for himself. He's he? got 60. Let's take his tally to 410 for the season. He is 34,000th in the world. Oh, he is doing, he's doing good. well. So well, he Phil Jones, of, he's got a lot of time on his hands. Team he? name PL nineteen original. Uh, <laughs> PL, yeah, oh, PL, yeah, maybe that's his middle Premier name. Isn't it? Oh yeah, maybe that's a good point. Yeah, I was thinking, I was thinking because Luke Shaw's team name is LS twenty three, so I just thought this was all just <laughs> yeah initial names. Um, so next up, Chris Smalling of Cruise Control is his team. Uh, did he score oh, gross or well, it's Cruise the t- uh, Newcastle player, Tony Cruise. Right. Is he? Okay, yeah. I don't get the reference yeah, yeah. in terms of Chris yeah, Smalling. Yeah, what relation yeah. has to him? But yeah. Well done, Chris. Well, we've established they don't like Manchester United. So <laughs> just to, Any other yeah. club. So, yeah, is he gross or low? He's <laughs> low, I think. He, he is low. He's got 53. He's on 530, uh, 352 points. This week's points. average score was 52 points. Oh, so he's above right average. Just. And he is 576,000th in the world. And finally, Luke Shaw. Luke Shaw. So you've only got one wrong so far. So it's yeah, very good. I work, think work, yeah, Luke Shaw, gross or low than 53? Low, I think. 
Well, you've ended on a low. <laughs> he actually scored gross and he scored 63 points. So Luke Exactly Shaw's, the same as me. There we go. Well done, Luke. So Luke Shaw is 1,176,000 in the world. So that draws the names to it. Gross or Lure. Well, and Will. Which I think is a fun game. We'll, we might not play every week, but I think we can keep you updated with those We can, we can rotate scores. it. We've got another feature that we regularly put out, which is um, Sari. Mm. Sari, I haven't a clue. Not Sari, not Sari. Yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, we'll do a bit of a rotation. I like it, though. It's good. Yeah, I thought yeah. it would be good. I, I'm liking keeping track on their scores. If you know any other sort of famous people that are playing, let us know, because yeah, we'd, like we'd like to hear. So, um, yeah, get in touch on... FF Hangover on Twitter and Fancy Football Hangover on Instagram and Facebook and let us know. Let us know. Let yeah, us and we it. have had a bit of communication actually in from people, um, which is always nice. So a, a good bit of information that we got last week was, so I don't know if you remember, a couple of weeks ago we did for Best of, Worst of, which is where we talk about uh, the best things and worst things of mm. that week or that, in fact of, of all time. We talked about best of worst of excuses, oh, yeah. and someone oh, flagged did, yeah. to me, uh, Nathan O'Brien, who in fact I, I mentioned last on last week's show. He he's going to be a, a regular feature himself, it seems. But oh, he um, he got in touch to remind us that Ross McCormack, who I don't think plays at Aston Villa anymore, but was at Aston Villa yeah, last I remember season. Ross McCormack. He came up from the Championship, didn't he? Yeah, he was so he's tipped to be a bit, but didn't quite. Yeah, well, Steve Bruce isn't very impressed with him because I think last season or the season before, he failed to turn up to training because his electric gates were stuck. He couldn't get out <laughs> of his house because his electric gates wouldn't open, apparently. Oh, no. That's, Why didn't he just jump over? Yes. Well, you'd have thought that. And Steve Bruce asked exactly the same question because the gates were only four foot six. And yeah. Ross McCormack, I mean, is not four foot six. He's definitely taller than that. He's he's that he is grosser he than four foot six. <laughs> So yeah, uh, it did not go excuse, down well. Yeah, so that was a very sorry, nicely gaffer, reminded the gate, of that. sorry, gaffer. The door went open. Yeah, and Steve Bruce did not believe him. So I don't blame him. No, I like it a lot. So yeah, I thought I should uh, bring that up ahead of us doing this week's best of, worst of. Yeah. Do you want to talk more about correspondence? Oh yes, we did have a couple yes, of other people. Of course. Came sorry, in. I was just about to get on to best of worst of. No, that, that wait with bated breath, mm. listeners. Mm. Wait, um, we had Stuart McFeet get in touch, mm -hmm. who has been in touch I before. He's a friend yeah. of the show, and he pointed out the uncanny resemblance between Unai Emery and Cyril Sneer from the Raccoons, <laughs> which um, we could probably post up on our socials. Actually, I a, like that. a picture of them side by yeah. side, but. Um, Anyone of a certain age will remember the raccoons and Cyril Sneer. Yeah. Pink with a long nose. And he really does. Menacing brow. I was watching the um, the Arsenal match yesterday and I, I did think he really looks like someone. I mean, he looks like... Uh, we've talked about who managers look like in the past. Yeah, I've said that Sarri dresses like he's taking the bins yeah. out. Emery, Emery looks like a gangster. I mean, yeah. he really looks sinister, but like, doesn't uh, he? Like you wouldn't cross him. Yeah, maybe like a hitman. Yeah. Like, like someone they call in to do the real dirty stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's he's, something... He's kind of weird when he smiles as well. I don't know if you've noticed that. Well, it's a bit Cyril Sneer, isn't he? You can yeah. picture him with a cigar in his mouth and doing that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Shouting around. Ooh. Yeah, that's a good shout. Yeah, yeah. if you've got any, any uh, lookalikes that strike you, let us know. Hit us yeah. up on the socials. We did have a good email from, or not an email, a tweet from a Darren Hardcastle, I mm -hmm. believe it's from Darlington. Right. Who got in touch to talk, us, talk to us about Grant Holt. Oh, who, yes. I've been meaning to talk yes. about this on the podcast for I'm a really while. I'm excited by this. 
So Grant Holt, former Norwich striker, uh, scored loads of goals. He's a sort of yeah. Nor- Norwich superstar, Nuisance wasn't he? Player, but... He recently retired, and in his new career path, he has become a professional wrestler. So good. Which I, Rich and I are both big 90s sort of WWF yeah. fans, or WWE as we're legally meant to call it. Uh, but uh, I don't think he's quite at WWE <laughs> level just yet. But he is... He had he won his first his first ah, professional match and it was really? a forty man Royal Rumble. No way. Yeah, well that's what I read. I I, I literally only read the headline. So Grant Holt was the last man standing. Yeah, and was so, it classic rules? You know, over the top rope. Yeah, although classic rules, it was always thirty, wasn't it? The old the old yeah. classic Royal Rumble. I'm not sure if we're allowed to call it a Royal Rumble if it's just. Uh, some non WWF. Oh but, yeah, they may have. Yeah, the name, but but they? it was a forty man oh, rumble God, that Grant. he won. So congratulations, Grant Holt. But we, we've been thinking about wrestling names for quite a while. <laughs> yeah, yeah, this, yeah. Haven't we? I think we. What did we have? We had sort of the Holt Holtonator. On, uh, yeah, the Canary Crusher is his finishing move. Yeah, uh, yeah. What else did we think of? Um, yeah, Grant the Grant the Holt Man. Oh, oh yeah, no, no, yeah. Grant the Hitman Holt. That was it. Yeah. Like, um, and it got us thinking as well, didn't it, about other footballers who you could apply yeah. wrestler names to. Macho Man Robbie Savage. Yeah. Colonel Mustafi. <laughs> yes. <laughs> this is a good one. Uh, yeah. Any any others you think of, uh, do do let us know. Yeah. So there's obviously Hulk Hogan, but Hulk was a player. It's not doesn't quite yeah. work. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure there's absolutely loads. That yeah. Hit us hit us up in. on on Twitter or, or any of the socials. The Steve at- Bulldog. <laughs> That's really going back on yeah, the really Wolves is. legend Steve, Steve Ball. Ball. God, what a player he was! Yeah, so uh, yeah, definitely. Uh, let us Ian, know if Ian got... Stone, Cold Steve Austin. <laughs> oh. <laughs> That's Ian Wone. Steve Stone. Steve Stone. Steve Stone yeah, Cold. back on the forest. That's trip. such a mouthful. Steve Stone, Cold Steve Austin. No, Steve Stone, Cold Austin. I think you get away with that. Yeah, okay. Yeah, that's because there's too many Steves there. Stone Cold Steve Stone Cold Austin. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's hurt my head. Yeah, if you, if you can improve on that, let us know. <laughs> it's not at all order. Brilliant. Right, Rich, before we get on to the best of worst of this week, should we firstly talk about Honest Brew yes. and then crack into the next beer? I like your plan. So, yeah, yeah our friends at Honest Brew have kindly got involved with a podcast and are offering all our listeners a £10 discount on their first order. So this is for new customers. You've got to spend more than £29 and enter the promotional code FFHANGOVER at point of purchase um, and you get £10 off. I've still not done mine, which is terrible. Have you? Yeah, it arrived at the weekend. So I had my first of the beers from it uh, last night. And it's very nice. Was it good? Yeah, it's nice just for it to arrive and just be there. And suddenly you've got this pack of 12 beers that you can just crack into. So it's just, when you say a starter pack, is it just kind of, this sounds like a promo thing, by the way. It's not, I'm (laughs) genuinely interested. Is it, so it just kind of comes, what, in a big box or yeah. how does it arrive? Matt, yeah, big box and it's all sectioned off with cardboard dividers between, yeah. between the mix of bottles and cans. And it's a mix of, well, I think I do several different packs. I got the craft beer starts pack. So yeah. it's a mix of IPAs, pale ales, stouts, and might have been a sour in there as well. Yeah. It, it was great. It's nice to just have that like potluck element. Mm. Again, always led by the label, but trying stuff that you wouldn't normally try, yeah. which I think will that will lead us on to. Let's crack into this stout. I quite fancy the panty stout. You're going to go for well, I thought it's quite autumnal, isn't it? I see. I'm a, I'm quite a big Guinness drinker, and I actually had my first Guinness of of the of the season. I normally nice. I normally when summer is over, I start moving on to Guinness, and I had my first Guinness at the weekend of of, uh, of sort of. This this autumn winter campaign, 
So um, yeah, a, a, a panty stout. Um, so it's, as I say, got a got a rather funny, funny little man wearing a set of tights that seem to cover his entire body <laughs> on the cover. So yeah, well, it's quite a good picture actually. It's the Oedipus Brewery um, in Amsterdam, presumably. Six yeah, percent uh, volume, and uh, well. Rich, why don't you crack in I first? Are you going to put yours in I'm a glass? I'm going to pour it because yeah. it's, um, well, I don't know. It's quite dark, isn't mm. it? But um, it's very dark. Can't see through it. Um, I'm going to pour mine as well. I've just had to down, down a glass of water. So It's quite fizzy, isn't it? Mmm. Oh, yeah. Well, that is stouty. Uh, it's a little bit licorice um, when you get into it. Oh, okay. And a li- not no. too smoky. Like some of them are quite yeah. smoky. Um, it's re- relatively easy drinking, I think, in the stout world. It's a little bit bitter at the end. Oh, it's quite strong, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It, it does taste quite strong. I'll be honest, I'm going to give that a red arrow. Are you? I quite like yeah. it. I'm, I'm, I'm sticking green. Oh. Yeah, I'm not sure oh, about well, that. If you can see Will's face now, he's definitely not into this. Yeah. That was yeah. a, that's quite a tough one. <laughs> it's 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 a quite a heavy beer. Yeah. Well, I'm, it's it is licorice, and yeah, I'm not a really fan is. of that. As oh, you not? No. Okay. Well, you know, you win some, you lose some, don't you? Yeah, absolutely. There's one more to go. Best of, worst of. So each week we talk about our best of and worst of in, related to a topic. Yeah. So what was last week? I forget. Was that the excuses? No, it wasn't. Was no, it? that was week four. Last week, I should know off the top of my head immediately like that. But I'm going to look through my notes remember. and see because I've got it. Oh, I know what it was. It was uh, pre-match rituals. So ah, we talked about Jamie Vardy yes. and his Red Bull. So this week we're talking best of worst of. This is actually Rob, who is not here today. He's suggested this one as celebrations. Yeah. So we'll have to hear his celebrations best of worst of next Absolutely. week. We'll pick up on that. He has told me what, it, what they were, but I think yeah, we should, we should hear them from Yeah, from he should mouth. do justice to them because uh, we may interpret them slightly differently. Everyone's yeah. got their own personal memories attached, haven't they? So we are talking, you know, goal celebrations, basically. Or... or, or Cup celebrations or whatever like yeah. that. I mean, I guess obviously it's moments, isn't it? Yeah, that you yeah. identify with and stir an emotion. Yeah. So, did you? What was your best of, Will? Well, my what best of, of my best of, and this was. So everyone has a, uh, a reckoning in terms of football when they first got into it, and I'm a, I'm a, thankfully a few years younger than Rob and Rich, so I'd imagine theirs is Italia '90 was when Ooh, they yes. first got into football. Mine was USA '94. Obviously, England not in it, mm-hmm. but. That didn't stop me from enjoying Ray Helton and, and Ireland and what they were up to, you know. <laughs> that but is a great it was one. my first experience of Brazil and, you know, the Brazilian side, you know, being just a class above. Yeah. And I really remember Bebeto scoring and the, oh, the, 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 the cradling the baby cradle, routine. Which, which is the, so often copied. Yeah, and it's just, and I just remember, I can't remember who the commentator was, but it was Bebeto, you know, it's just yeah. it was brilliant. And the whole, the whole sort of, the whole of the, Stadium, wherever it was in the US, came came to life, and everyone was so excited. That's really funny. Remind that actually. Speaking of Italia ninety, this wasn't one I picked, but um, 
Roger Miller's celebration. Oh, uh, Cameroon, yeah. Uh, Italia 90, when they score that, it's like slightly fortuitous goal running to the corner flag, yeah. just shaking his hips. Yeah, yeah. And I just remember that being amazing because Cameroon were thoroughly unfancied. Yeah. They got that goal, and it's really like euphoric celebration it was just and they, you know they were all da- they were all dancing and I think I, whoever the commentator was called them the Samba Boys that or, was it yeah and it's yeah. just it was, it was beautiful it was and just I, really exotic I, wasn't whether it? Bebeto just had a baby or someone had just had a baby I'm I not think even, I think that would probably be the, the, the relevance of it but if you haven't seen it Google it, or in fact, we'll post it up on the socials. But it's it is yeah, it's a, should, it's a lovely should. moment, and obviously Brazil went on to win that World Cup, and uh, with uh, Romario. No, uh, yeah, but I was going to say um, Baggio missing that penalty oh, in the of final course. for God, Italy. Heartbreak, yeah. yeah. Roberto Baggio skied it, didn't yeah, he? Terrible. I mean, terrible if we ever do best of, worst of haircuts, then Roberto Baggio's uh, <laughs> You know what? That's a really good yeah. shout. I'm already conjuring we, many we of them. We definitely need to do best of, worst of haircuts. I thought you were going to say best of, worst of penalties. Well, yeah, that equally Again. is terrible. But uh, yeah, that, so check that Bebeto yeah, goal. That I, and I think they probably did it in other matches as well. But um, that, that, was, that was certainly one of the best of scored. That's a great one. What was your best of? Well, I, did, I, I actually picked a team because, um, and I'm, I'm not sure if you're aware of. Uh, and again, this will be a little test of my pronunciation, but um, FC Sharon, Sharon, FC Sharon of Iceland. Okay. Uh, they're sort of famed for their celebrations. One that really, uh, I think, the first one I saw was a fishing one. Hmm. They scored, and then one of the guys sort of cast a rod and caught the other guy, yeah. who kind of bounced around on on the thing. So I did a little bit of like I googled that to see it, and. Right. They have this sort of pedigree of celebrations. Oh, okay. There are some absolutely amazing ones. My probably my there were two favourites I picked from there. So they have a, a toilet seat celebration where the, this and it seems to always be this blonde haired striker who scores the goal. Right. And they wheel away and then one guy kind of got down on all fours and then the other guy knelt behind him and put his hands. Uh, on his back right. and then another guy ran lifted the hands up like a toilet seat amazing sat on the toilet and then another guy stood over the guy at the back with his hand down um, so he pretended like then he pretended to read a newspaper reached for the hand amazing. to wipe and then pulled the hand down to flush the chain that and went brilliant. away it was absolutely brilliant and they do another one uh, which is a bicycle where one guy's sort of lying on his I've back I've seen that one that's and excellent they yeah. and they've got the pedals going and they've got loads of them they're absolutely brilliant there's one where they give birth there's one where they enact a bobsleigh I like it so that, do you think they rehearse the goal the goal celebrations as much as they actually train absolutely you must put at least 10 minutes into yeah. every training session just to, to choreographing that and yeah it's, it's a lot of work goes into it and you wonder I mean I don't know where they stand in the league how well they do and if that time might be better spent it's sort of, set pieces, it, it, it sort of instance. reminds me of um, whether it, not necessarily, but when when teams have discussed in advance what their their celebrations are going to be. I was I was listening again. We've we've referred this to this podcast in the past, but the um, the quickly Kevin podcast, oh, so good. And yeah. I now forget who it was. I think it was when Darren Anderson was on, and they were talking about Euro '96, mm-hmm. and they had planned because oh. it was when the silver goal, I think it was silver goal or golden goal or whatever, was in play. And against Germany, when it, obviously we went out on penalties in the semi-final, but I think Darren Anderson said that they, the players had agreed that if they'd have scored, they were all just going to run off the pitch. That was their celebration, really? just run off. Because they'd already won, I think. It was like it would have been a golden goal or situation, oh, wow. so they'd already won. And they were just going to run off the pitch. That, I mean, imagine that. that England gets so through to the good. final of the, world, of the Euros and the, the whole team disappear. And God. just the, what would be left is this sea of German... Faces just sad, and what a different world that would have been if that had yeah. happened. 
Because that, that was the... given, or it might, might have actually been talked about on. Um, I listened to the Frank Skinner podcast. He might have talked about it. Oh, okay. Someone from Euro '96. Because that was the that was the the tournament of the dentist chair, wasn't it? Yes, yeah, chair fantastic celebrations in that. Cheering. Worst of though for oh, me, and this I, I mentioned this to you slightly before before. As you are an Arsenal fan, so yeah. you might remember this. But in 1993, <laughs> I really I do remember in 1993 that. Arsenal played Sheffield Wednesday in both cup finals. Yeah. So League the League Cup, cup final Worth- and cup no, it was the Coca-Cola Cup then. Coca-Cola yeah, Cup so the Coca-Cola Cup final and the FA Cup final. Yeah. And in fact, I believe the FA Cup final they drew and so they had to play it again. Yeah, that it was, was in the days of, of replay. So they played them three times in, in, the, uh, in the finals of uh, the two cups. In the League Cup final, Coca-Cola Cup final, Steve Morrow, who was a defender, was yeah, a defender? He, he not, sometimes a, not a likely field, goal but scorer, but he he not, incredibly not, yeah, unlikely. He scored the winner for Arsenal against Sheffield Wednesday, and in the <laughs> celebrations, Tony Adams tried to lift him up on his shoulders, yeah. but proceeded to drop him on his arm and broke his arm, and he, he had to be yeah, like, like, yeah, really bad, like landed on his shoulder, and he basically had to be taken off with an oxygen mask on. Yeah, and, like, it was, was really bad, brutal injury because because yeah. Adams is a, a big guy, yeah. and he got him right up and just spilled him. I mean, that is so that's just that, that not, is not a, just my worst off, but that's one of the worst celebrations worst ever. Like, yeah, that must have ruined his summer. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he did. He did um, pick up an FA Cup winners medal as well. Yeah, just to, God, you know. So he did. You know, that was a turgid game as well. That was probably the most. Was it the League Cup? The happens. League Cup final. I yeah. sort of remember it because an old friend of mine was a an Arsenal uh, 92, fan. So 93. 93, Yeah, yeah, yeah. God, go on, Steve. I mean, that's terrible. But, but I, I, I couldn't quite find any footage. I didn't look too much into it because I'm quite squeamish but I, I'm sure we can I'm we sure, can it, I'm yeah, sure it exists because uh, that was it definitely peak sort somewhere. of Sky Sports probably first started and I'm sure yeah. there was some footage there what about yours what was uh, your worst my of? worst of is uh, Alan Shearer um, every goal he's what? celebrated just uh, it's so dry it's so dull and I know he's not an interesting man and but just that one hand in the air and that gormless face wheeling away, <laughs> running that hand in the air. It's every time I saw it, I just wanted to punch his face repeatedly. And there were quite a few times he so did it So many well. times. Did I he mean, ever do any other celebration? Was that not, I think once or twice he may have put both hands in the air. Right, okay. Um, but at Blackburn, it was all, you know, I didn't find it too annoying. But by the time he got to Newcastle, it was just nauseating. I mean, I find most things in Newcastle do quite nauseating, so... <laughs> But yeah, I oh, I can't stand it. It still makes me angry just thinking about it, just seeing his big grin <laughs> as he wheels away. Oh, sorry, you, sorry, not big when lung. he scored for England though. You can't I, I mean know, you must have loved that. Oh, no, I like the goal, but the oh. celebration just brings me out in hives. Even now I'm scratching my arms. This is oh. I had a really big argument as a kid with one of my one of my closest friends, I called Alex. Um about Alan Shearer and he's a, mm-hmm. he's a Tottenham fan as unfortunately most of my friends are and he was absolutely adamant that he would not ever want Alan Shearer on his side not, uh, on, uh, uh, playing for Spurs what? and I was That's just ridiculous. like how can you ever say that you know he didn't like his style of play or something like that well I mean oh, come, come on come on dude. be reasonable yeah. like, a guy who scores 30 goals a season every year I know exactly any any side would ever ever want him yeah I mean he's not entirely dissimilar from Harry Kane who exactly. I presume your friend is yeah. quite a yeah. big fan of exactly. now exactly Alex Bates are you yeah. listening Alex yeah. in your face <laughs> 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 um, so yeah well that's uh, best of worst of this week but if you have any best of worst of 
thoughts on celebration yeah, let us send know. us clips because that's that's a perfect thing to send us yeah. you know we'd love to hear from you so there send was, them over and we'll we might be able to talk about them next week if there's anything there was one I highlights. was going to put in oh yeah and I couldn't decide it was best or worst of but there was a guy called Edmilson de Ferreira who oh, yeah. in Brazil yeah and there is a few people who have pulled things out of their socks um, mm. or undergarments to put them on but his nickname was the rabbit and he <laughs> scored and he pulled a carrot out of his football shoes and then proceeded to eat it wheel <laughs> away and I, I should actually check what minute of the game it was but if this was I mean, this is after the first 10 minutes, like pulling a sweaty carrot out of your kex and then munching it. Yeah. Maybe he wrapped it in cling film. No, straight out. We'll put the footage up on the socials. Yeah. Straight out, munch, munch, munch. Go the rabbit. Yeah. Because that guy, who was that guy? He played for Watford. He pulled the Zorro mask out of his sock. Yeah, yeah. I can't remember who that was, but I mean, keeping anything in your sock, it's very uncomfortable, surely, for playing football. Oh, there's the one where um, uh, Totty took a selfie. Yeah. (laughs) Amazing. Yeah, that was really good. Yeah, that was good. He's a bit of a hero. Yeah. Yeah, There's a legend for him at some point, I'm sure. Definitely. So we just got, probably got time for toddler captain tip this week. Oh, yeah. So again, for new listeners, we we asked some young junior scouts to pick our captains for the week. So we've had so far sort of mixed results. We had... uh, uh, my my little nephew couldn't decide between Aguero and Salah. We've had uh, your, your 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 eldest boy was yep, he picked well for me. He Chose picked well. Mang above Mane, and then Rob Scout Emily. didn't pick so well. She went for um, Ericsson above yes. Aguero. Aguero, and I think Ericsson maybe got like three points. Whereas Aguero got twenty or something yeah, like that. It was a bit week. of a disaster for for poor for poor Rob. But yeah, who do we have this week? It was Arthur, wasn't it? Yes. Yeah, so this week was Arthur. Very cute. Um, Arthur sung us a song about Mitchell, yeah. Richard Bitch, as he called him. <laughs> and so he picked Mitchell Bitch. He didn't actually... We, I don't think there was ever a choice, so we can't say if he won or not. But no, it was but a good choice score. because Mitchell, Mitchell Bitch, as he will forever be known, yeah. uh, scored scored a goal, which was always coming. I, w- I was messaging these guys on WhatsApp yeah. throughout, and it was just like, he's going to score, he's definitely going to score. It feels like he's going to score did. every week, doesn't he? I brought him in. Yeah. Have you? Because yeah, oh, yeah, I, I want to try and find a way, and I'm sure we'll get to talking about yeah. this in a moment, but I, I've got Callum Wilson, who I feel has gone slightly off the board, mm. and I want to try and yeah. get him Mitrovic, but he is a bit too expensive now. Yeah. So Arthur Arthur picked well. This week... So with, toddlers are up now. Toddlers are... 2-1 uh, yeah, up, 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 I think. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 2-1 uh, up. Weird, wasn't he? Yeah, but uh, this week we've got young Vincent... Who uh, Vincent is the spawn of Richard Skidmore. Richie. Who's an old friend of ours. Yeah. Emphasis on old. Friend of the show. Yeah, friend of the show, Richard Skidmore. So his uh his lad Vincent has this to say. Right, go with it, Vincent. Hello, my name's Vincent and I'm four and I love football. And which one do you like? Salat or Guero? Guero. Guero. Why do you like Aguero? Why do you like Aguero? Like Has he got nice hair? Because. I've lost him. Well, brilliant. Yeah, thank you, Vincent. Yeah, I like it. He just walked off the yeah. interview. <laughs> you know what? Capturing uh, interviews with toddlers is tricky. Yeah, I kind of wish we'd never agreed to do this thing because it's quite challenging. Well, we week six. Yeah. And, yeah. No, week seven. We're week seven. We've done, I think we've done four of them. Yeah. Something like that. So we're doing all right. But yeah, so we'll see how he gets on with Guero, as he calls Guero. it. Go on, Guero. Yeah. Guero's a funny one. I know this is going to move, well, this moves us on actually into our look forward, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah. But um, 
I know he's, he's scored again. I, I still am toying with getting rid of him, but what? I can't quite bring myself Why to Why would you ever get rid of him? Because I think at some point, Pep is going to do away with him. <sighs> no, and I'm not embrace, embrace Jesus. No, but Jesus is rubbish. I know he's rubbish. He doesn't. Um, he doesn't score. He has a lot of shots. I just no. I, I I'm sticking with with Guerrero for a while now. Are oh, you? Yeah. yeah, he's in. So, so who have you got a front in your team? So I've actually, against my best judgment, I've got rid of an Arnautovic. Now I know he's just one week injured. I just think. So I brought in Mitchfitch. If he, was, if he was playing against Chelsea, they'd have won that game, I think. Yeah, I kind of I agree. Because Antonio, Antonio had a couple of shockers. Sitters, didn't he? Yeah. Um, but I, I don't know. I kind of feel like I'm going to get more from Mitrovic than I am from Anelcevic. Yeah. So form. And he's, he was 0.1 million cheaper, mm-hmm. which meant I could get... So I have Pedro. So I got rid of Pedro. Yeah. Who I'm not I sure. There's a lot of people who have got yeah. rid of Pedro. And I brought in Madison. So I needed that 0.1 mil to bring in Madison. So, I want to bring in Madison but yeah. I just don't know if I can free up the funds in my midfield I've got Kearney who's been injured yeah. for the last few games and if I sell Mendy I can free up the funds to improve Kearney but it's just I'm just so loath to get let go of Mendy yeah. See, I, so I, I'm not ready to get let go of Mendy and the only person I would ever get rid of Mendy for would be for Alonso because mm. I haven't got Alonso yet but Chelsea's fixtures are quite tough. They've yeah. got they've got they've Liverpool got this week. To be fair, I think they've got a, a, an all right fixture the, the following week. But then they're against United. So they've got a, you know I'm not I'm not going to bring him in you until and I'm not bringing Hazard in for a bit. I'm just going to wait. Dangerous will. Well, I'm still I'm sticking with Salah for the time being. Yeah, no, I think that's I think that's sensible. And I, yeah, I just I feel like again Liverpool's fixtures are really tough. Next few weeks, but they're always going to score. Liverpool. Yeah, it doesn't really matter who. That's the thing. Was, I'm not like, convinced that Chelsea are. I I, was, I wow. really thought that Chelsea weren't very good at the weekend. Yeah, no, they weren't. Like, they didn't look like score. I mean, yeah. they had they had chances, but they didn't seem clean cut. They weren't no. carving through West Ham, and, they, and they've not looked good all season. They they managed to scrape results. Mm. Like so I just I, I don't know. I think Liverpool are going to beat them. Although Hazard is. Yeah, he's capable, isn't he? Yeah. Although actually, Liverpool's defense looks really solid. Well, I mean, Matip played really well the weekend, didn't he? And yeah. I mean, and... it's something that when you said Trent Alexander-Arnold, I was like, yeah, because yeah. last season they couldn't keep a keep a clean sheet, and yeah. this season, you know, the the Van Dyke and the new keeper, I think, are just working for them, aren't yeah, they? Yeah, Van Dyke's been immense, yeah. hasn't he? Yeah. So I, I'm I'm not convinced by. By getting rid of, uh, by getting Alonso in just yet, but I want him at some point. Yeah, and I still haven't played my wild card, so I've still got a bit no, of time with that. Uh, We've both got it. And I feel... Have you got Fraser? Yeah, have you? Yeah, yeah I mean, he, I brought him in um, following on from. Oh no! In fact, I had him the week he got eleven points, but he was on my bench. Oh yeah, of course you did. So then, of course, last week I was like, right, well, I need to get him in like, yeah. into my main team, and then of course, it was like I, don't, I don't know if Bournemouth if the bubbles burst because I've got Wilson up front, and mm. I really like him. I think he's a great striker, but I think he hasn't got returns in the last couple of weeks. And you're sort of looking around, you know, what Zaha has been scoring, Arnautovic is coming back, and Mitrovic is obviously flying. They're yeah, all similar price bracket. Smart money's on Burnley after after their demolition. Well, this is it, isn't it? Like it's The cliche was, when they're out of the Europa League, they'll start playing again. Mm. And they're out of the Europa League and they started playing again. I know. Which is, I mean, it's a bit soon because they look so shaky before. They're going to concede goals every game. Yeah, they had some quite tough fixtures. And I think, 
I think it will look all right for them. Trouble for Huddersfield, though. I, Huddersfield yeah. are terrible. They just do not look like they can. They've apparently on match of the day I saw that they've not scored more than one goal in a match since February. Yeah, wow. Which is terrible. Yeah, that is I terrible. Mean, that is really bad. So, if you thinking about bringing in a Huddersfield player, my just advice don't. would be don't. <laughs> yeah, Unless it's Chris, Chris Lure. Lure. You don't go lower than Lure. <laughs> <laughs> so, I think on, on that moment, rap, and I'm really struggling with my beer. <laughs> yeah. So, By the uh, way, for reference, Will, Will's glass is completely full. <laughs> It's not a winner with him. No, it's yeah. definitely definite red arrow. So no, I think on that note, no more panties. For we Will. should finish there. So look, get in touch on the socials. That's FF Hangover on mm-hmm. Twitter and Fancy Football Hangover on both Facebook and Instagram. We'd love to hear from you, and hopefully we'll have Robert back next week yeah, for a crossed. full house, and we can uh, look forward to game week eight. So good luck Absolutely. all in game week seven, and uh, thanks for tuning in. Yeah, thanks Cheers. for listening. See you next time. Bye bye.